0: Hello friends, my name is Eric Cloward and welcome to The Stoic Coffee Break. The Stoic Coffee Break is a weekly podcast where I take an aspect of stoicism and do my best to break it down to its most important points. I talk about how we can apply that in our daily lives and I share my experiences, my successes, my failures and hope that you can learn something from it all within the space of a coffee break. Today's episode is called You May Leave This Life at any moment, you may leave this life at any moment. Have that possibility in your mind in all that you do or say or think. Marcus Aurelius. Do you think about death? Are you afraid of death? Do you take the time to think about what the world would be like when you are no longer here? Today, I want to talk about why death is so important and how. When we avoid thinking about death, we're missing out on one of the best tools to living a fulfilling life. Seneca said, death is not an evil. What is it then? The one law humankind has that is free of all discrimination. The Stoic concept of momentum mori, to remember or think of death, is probably one of the most important in Stoicism. Because Stoicism is about facing the challenges of life head on, to ignore death is to ignore one of the most fundamental truths of life, that one day each of us will die. In fact, the one thing that every person in this world has in common is that they too will die. Now most of us have a fear of death, and this in and of itself is not a bad thing. If we're to survive in this world, having a healthy fear of death is one thing that helps us avoid things that might be hazardous to us. But at some point, each of us has to face up to our own mortality, and I think the sooner that we can do that, the more rich your life can be. Marcus Aurelius said, stop what you're doing for a moment and ask yourself, am I afraid of death because I won't be able to do this anymore? There are many reasons to be afraid of death, but until you know what you fear, you'll never be able to overcome that fear. Now, maybe you're afraid of all the things that you'll miss when you die. I know that if I were to die today, I'd miss the experience of my kids growing into adults. I'd miss watching them discover the world and create the kind of lives that they want to live. I'd miss our kitchen discussions about life and bad dad jokes and random TikTok videos. Now, maybe for you, you're afraid of the unknown, that you don't know what happens after we die. And maybe you're afraid that there's nothing after this life. And I can understand that fear. But if we consider things rationally, if there's nothing after this life, then you won't be aware of it. If there is something after we die, then that will just be another adventure for us. There are many more reasons that we should fear death, but I think until we face those reasons, we'll also be afraid of living. Marcus Aurelius said, Let each thing you would say or intend, be like that of a dying person. The main reason that the Stoics wanted to make sure that we remembered death is that death is a great clarifier. It's a great filter for the things that are important and the things that aren't. If we can pause from time to time and ask ourselves, if we died right now, would this be something that we'd be okay with doing on our last moments of Earth? And I don't mean it has to be something crazy like skydiving or anything but it can really help change our perspective about what is important and take action on the things that we have control over. For example, say you're having a heated argument with someone that you honestly care about. If you died right then, would you want that to be the last thing that you do? Would you want them to have that as the last memory of you? Using the filter of Memento Mori can help you make a different and more productive choice and probably one that you'd be a lot happier with. Gaius Masonius Rufus said, Choose to die well while you can, wait too long, and it might become impossible to do so. Now the first time I read that quote, it seemed a little strange to me, because to me the Stoics don't seem like they are out to die, and that's not necessarily their purpose. So how would you choose to die well while you can? Well, not too long ago, I started reading a book called The Way and the Power by Frederick J. LeVray. And it's about Japanese swordsmanship. And to be honest, it's a challenging and fascinating book for me. Having grown up around violence, I've been on the side of nonviolence. And the book is all about the samurai and their dedication to the art of war and living and dying by the sword. But when I started reading this book then that quote made a lot more sense to me, because every samurai understood that by choosing the way of the sword, they were also choosing their death by the sword. And for them, death was a fact of life. And they relished that they would die in glory, facing death head-on, and the only terrible death was one without honor, such as cowardice or treachery. So each time they went into battle, for example, they had a mental exercise of imagining that they were already dead. They had already accepted their death, and so they would fight ferociously because they were not there to protect their lives, but to give their lives and to advance the goal that they had pledged themselves to. If they came out of the battle alive, then it was as if they had been reborn and they had another chance to fight for the cause they had pledged their lives to. If they died. Then it was a good death because they had fought for a cause they believed in and they had fought with honor. Marcus Aurelius said, It is not death that a man should fear, but rather he should fear not beginning to live. For me, the biggest reason we should remember death is so that we can use it as a reminder to focus on the quality of life and not the quantity of life. Since you never know when you're going to die, focus on making good use of the time you have. Focus on the things that are important to you and let go of the things that don't improve the quality of your life. I think that when you overcome your fear of death, you also overcome your fear of living. And what do I mean by that? Fear drives so much of your life. I mean, how many things have you done or not done or things that you keep doing just because you're afraid? How many times have you stayed in a relationship or continued working at a job because you were afraid? People who have near-death experiences often lose their fear of death. When they have already faced their ultimate fear, they recognize that they have a second chance, and they do their best to take full advantage of it. They get rid of the things in life that don't work for them. They appreciate every moment they have, and they step up and own their choices and take actions to create the life that they want. We can apply this in all kinds of areas in our lives. For example, maybe you're spending a lot of time and energy focusing on material possessions that take up a lot of time and resources but bring you very little joy in your life. You might have lots of stuff, but does it serve you in living the life that you want? Clearing out unnecessary things in your life can free up time and energy to focus on the more important things. In our relationships, for example, there are many times that we'll put in a lot of time and energy that, unfortunately, the relationships just are ultimately unsatisfying, or maybe they're even damaging. We may feel like we don't want to walk away because we have put in that time and energy. In other cases, for instance with family, we may feel obligated and that we have to put up with their poor behavior. But if we're clear about the kind of life that we want, we control the things that we can, and we put up clear boundaries, or we end those relationships that damage us. Life is just too short to waste on people that will not respect us and our boundaries. We can also apply these ideas in our careers or the organizations that we work for. Working for a job that you hate, or for a company that holds ideals that are counter to your own, can really be a constant drain on your mental health. Just like setting good boundaries or removing damaging relationships, we can do the same things with our careers and our work environment. When you dedicate time to removing your fear of death, which for many people is their greatest fear, then you are more willing to live your life fearlessly. You take those risks that you wouldn't have before. You pursue the goals that you want. You step up and take control of the things that you can, and you more easily let go of the things that you can't. You will be governed by your will and your choices, and not by fear. I guess what I'm saying is, don't worry about how to live longer. Worry about how to live better. And that's the end of this week's Stoic Coffee Break. Be good to yourself, be good to others, and thanks for listening. Hello friends, thanks for listening to the podcast. If you like what you hear, head on over to patreon.com stoiccoffee and help support this podcast by becoming a patron. Also, swing by our website at www.StoicCoffee